The reason I wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad was because I knew this time was coming. And we have, as a world, have never been here before. And so is it a spooky time? Damn yeah, it is, a, it is probably the most dangerous time ever, 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 ever. There's, there's nothing to compare it to because there's never been a world economy before. For example, you know, 100 years ago, if there was a stock market crash in England, it didn't affect anybody. Mm. But now the US market goes down, the world goes down. So plus with social media and all this we're doing now, and so we've never been here before. And uh, you know, I, I, I'm excited about it because I make more money in crashes than I do when they go up. So, but for the average person, they'll get wiped out. I'm afraid at the worst, I hope I'm wrong, but I think we're heading for a global depression. How does this play out for the average worker, Robert, for the small business owner? I mean, what does the next three months look like? Because it doesn't look pretty. I mean, people are already being laid off, made redundant. Businesses are, there's no cash flow in most of these businesses. How does that play out? Well, let me give one, one more step, just to give you the size of it, okay? The national debt for World War II was 25 billion. Every day today, every day they're printing 125 billion. Every single day, that's like five World War II's per day, they're printing so much money to keep this, this think of a hot air balloon with a tear in it. And they're doing desperately trying to fix this tear, but it, no matter how hard they try, the tear has gone beyond, it's coming down. So in, in financial terms, it's called our debt to deep GDP has now gone from 60 to 90 to 105, it's going to 120. We're bankrupt. And they're gonna print more and more money, which means savers are losers, just as I predicted. Your money is gonna be worthless in a few years. Wow. So my message is the same as some of your other guests, this is metamorphosis type. Financial education in Rich Dad's terms is really financial transformation. And the definition of metamorphosis is very important. Metamorphosis, the definition is the evolution or the transformation from an immature form to an adult form. An immature form to an adult form. Metamorphosis is the same as a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. And Fuller always said there's nothing to predict a butterfly inside a caterpillar. So everybody listening right now, if you're struggling financially, just think of yourself as a little caterpillar. And this crisis is your cocoon. The question is, what do you emerge as? Do you emerge as a victim? You know, the world did that to me and the, the capitalists are crook and the rich are bastards and all this stuff. Or do you say, oh, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. The same as my health. I am ground zero for the coronavirus. All that does is inspire me to get healthier. You're either going to get healthier and wealthier, or you're going to go bust. Your choice. It sits between your ears, your heart, your body, your mind, your spirit, your attitude. This could be the best thing that ever happened to you, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, if you turn on to a butterfly, or somebody will step on you like a little worm. It's <laughs> your choice. Now, if you're in trouble today, my message is not so kind. This is hard talk, not happy talk. The crisis is in your head. Now, that's the bad news. <laughs> the good news 
you can change the crisis by changing what's inside your head. And so I'm doing, I hate to brag, but I'm doing extremely well financially today because as I was warning everybody, this crisis was coming. But it would be, it would be irresponsible of me to warn people of the crisis and not personally make changes myself. So right. the good news is the crisis in your head, the bad news, it's in your head. The most important thing you can have right now is not job security, but meaningful work. So you and I don't need the money, but our work is meaningful. And it's our meaningful work that gets us through the hard times. So the good news is my company is sold out. We cannot keep up with product. The bad news is the supply chain shut down, but that's a good problem. We have tons of cash. I have gold, I have silver. And I do have challenges in the real estate market, but that's going to make me stronger. That's my only attitude I can have. Otherwise, I just cry and say, well, the government should take care of me. I need a bailout. I need a stimulus. So what can I do? I'm one of them. What do I do? Does it go back to employee, self-employed business owner, investor? Like, go find a business, go start a business, go reposition yourself career-wise. You know, is there a, a, a one, two, three step process on what I can do to be prepared for it? I have a friend in Panama. He has an avocado farm. So he's sitting in Panama growing avocados. He says, because people have to eat. Another guy's friend of mine is growing blueberries. But another friend of mine, he moved up to, he was from Seattle, excuse me. He had a big house, his kids all moved out. So he converted the kids' bedrooms into one bedroom apartments. So he put a kitchen and he put a toilet inside his little bedrooms. And so he now rents out four bedrooms. He's making more money today than ever before because a lot of workers commute to Seattle. So they come in, they check in, they come in on Sunday night, they check out Friday afternoon. It's a little house, he's making more money. So the point is, everybody can do something, but you gotta figure out what you can do. Well, the reason the rich don't work for money is number one expense is tax. See, there's three kinds of income, earned, portfolio, passive. So earned income is if I get a job, that's earned income. If I'm a doctor or a programmer, that's earned income, because I'm working for it. If I buy, a, if I buy a, let's say, Apple for $10, and I send it for 20, that's uh, portfolio income, capital gains. Yeah. But passive income, which is cash flow, is never taxed. So it's not, and so these guys are screaming right now in America, taxed or rich, I said, good luck. Because most of the guys complaining, they don't know the three kinds of income, and the rich don't have jobs anyway. They have assets. And so the average schmo out there, poor guy, you know, sent the kid to school, they don't learn this. So that's why in fake, as you were talking about it, is that newspaper article about Jared Kushner. And he explains how the Trumps and the Kushners don't pay taxes and make millions of dollars. And the reporter couldn't understand him because they're not, our schools will never teach you that three types of income. And they judged him and say they're wrong and it's cheating. And we see that over and over again, Amazon not paying taxes. What do you say to people when they come up to you and say, Robert, it's not fair. It's not fair they're not paying taxes. Well, there's always three sides to a coin, you know, heads, tails, and the edge. You know, so which side of the coin are you on? From my side, it's fair. But this is the difference. Everybody can do the same thing I do, because 
the tax laws are for everybody. You know, we don't say, well, the tax laws are only for the rich. No, the tax laws are for everybody to use if you have the right financial education. And the reason I'm an advocate of financial education, without that education, you'll have to pay taxes. You see, very few people will buy what I do, make a million dollars and pay zero tax. That takes, and my rich dad taught me that playing Monopoly. That's how it started, you know, four greenhouses, one red hotel. Or the McDonald's formula, I write about it here. McDonald's, Ray Kroc. Yeah. McDonald's is in the real estate business, so they sell hamburgers, but they buy real estate, so they pay no taxes. You know, this guy Bezos, well, he's $16 billion. How much tax do they pay on that $16 billion? Zero. And that's all legal. Anyone can do it. Everybody can do but it. But everyone, most people lack the education. Correct. So Jared learned about money when he was a kid by Correct. watching his father, by watching these people invest in real estate and said, wow, not only do you get to make the money, you get to keep the money. That's a big problem a lot of people don't understand. They, ah, oh, look how much money I made, but how much did you keep? Because that could be half. How much tax did you pay? And so well, you always say, this is the law. The law is true for every citizen. You can do it, but most people just don't do it. Sometimes, like you said, they don't have the education, but you need to have a plan if you're gonna go do risky things. Well, it's not risky. I mean, to me, what's, what's risky is having a job and paying taxes yeah. and saving money because they're printing it. You know, that's the worst thing of all. And that's why there's fake money fake teachers, because the teachers will never, they don't know it. Right. And fake assets, because Wall Street or the City of London or Lehman Brothers or Goldman and all, they're not gonna tell you this. Everything I ever did, the thing that I heard out of people's mouth was, that's impossible. That can't be done. Or no. Imagine, you go from studio executive to studio executive, from agent to agent, from manager to manager, and they all said exactly the same thing. Now that's very encouraging, isn't it? But you know something? I didn't give a sh because I believed that I can be a leading man. I believed that I could be another Clint Eastwood or another Burt Reynolds or another Warren Beatty or whatever those characters were, Charles Bronson and so on. I believed that I could be those people. I said, there's enough room on that ladder that I can fit up there. And I looked back again and learned from what I learned in sports, in my case in bodybuilding. It's all about the hard work that you put in. I said to myself, in bodybuilding, I worked out five, six hours a day. I'm going to do the same thing now for acting. So whenever someone said to me, it can't be done, I heard it can be done. When they said no, I heard yes. And when they said it's impossible, I heard it is possible. Because I am a strong believer. 
or I'm going to be the one that said to myself, I'm going to do it and I'm going to show it to them. Maybe it has never been done before. That's perfectly fine with me. But I'm going to do it. And I did not listen to the naysayers. So people always ask me, when they saw me in the gym in the pumping iron days, they said, why is it that you're working out so hard? Five hours a day, six hours a day, and you have always a smile on your face. The others are working out just as hard as you do, and they look sour in the face. Why is that? And they told people all the time, I said, because to me, I'm shooting for gold. In front of me is the Mr. Universe title. So every rep that I do gets me closer to accomplishing that goal, to make this goal, this vision turn into reality. Every single set that I do, every repetition, every weight that I lift will get me a step closer to turn this goal into reality. So I couldn't wait to do another 500 pound squat. I couldn't wait to do another 500 pound bench press. I couldn't wait to do another 2,000 reps of sit-ups. I couldn't wait for the next exercise for the next half hour of posing and all the kind of things that you have to do, you'll be a champion. The very body that they said can never be sold because the time is wrong. A few years later, I'm doing Conan the Barbarian and it was the number one hit at the box office when it came out in the summer of 82. Think about that, and the director says, if we wouldn't have had his body, we would have had to build one. I mean, think about it, and the end, I was just not visualizing just my exercise, but I was really lifting the trophy over my head. That's what I was thinking about. And with the age of 20, with the age of 20, I went to London, and I won the Mr. Universe contest as the youngest Mr. Universe ever. And it was because I had a goal. Because I believed. Seventy four percent hate their job in America. Now, there is not much different when you come to Europe. The majority of people don't like what they're doing because they're really not doing it because they didn't have a goal and they followed this goal. They just aimlessly drift around and then all of a sudden there's a job opening so they get that job because you have to work. But then when you work, it's a chore. It's work. It's not fun. So if you think about only a quarter of the people really enjoy what they're doing in life. That is unbelievable if you think about it. So I felt so blessed that I knew what I was doing. It's like a medical student that studies and knows he wants to become a doctor. You know where to go. So I knew where to go. You see, if you don't have a vision of where you go and if you don't have a goal where you go, you drift around and you never end up anywhere. It's like you can have the best ship in the world you can have the best airplane in the world. If the pilot or the captain doesn't know where to go, it will just drift around. It will not end up anywhere or most likely in the wrong place. And I didn't really like Austria when I grew up. I couldn't wait to get out of there. I couldn't see myself becoming a farmer. 
or a worker in a factory or anything like that. Even though my parents wanted me to stay there and have a normal life. But that was their vision, not mine. My vision was totally different. I felt that I was born for something special, for something unique, for something big. Do you know how great it felt that I knew where I was going? Imagine the majority of people don't know where they're going. I knew where I was going. So it was just a question of how do you do it? I ask a studio executive, I say, I want to get into movies. I want to be a leading man. He started laughing. So they all say it's impossible. I say, why is it impossible? It's because look at how big you are. You weigh 250 pounds. And then they told me this, and your accent, even if you reduce all your body weight and everything and have a normal body, your accent. He says, no one in Hollywood ever has become a leading man that had an accent. Doesn't happen. They said, no, you see, it's impossible. And plus your name, your name who can pronounce Schwarzenschnitzel or something like that. No one can pronounce that, so forget about it, Arnold. This is the kind of thing that I heard. It's all about the hard work that you put in. I said to myself, in bodybuilding I worked out five, six hours a day, I'm going to do the same thing now for acting. Accent removal, acting classes, and all of this stuff, all day long. I worked and I worked and I worked. And then all of a sudden, I was asked by Dino De Laurentiis in the Universal Studio, biggest studio, to star in Conan the Barbarian. And after I did Conan the Barbarian, the director at the press conference said to the press, if we wouldn't have had Arnold, we would have had to build one. So all of a sudden, my body became an asset, not a liability. And the same thing was with Terminator. After we were finished filming Terminator, Jim Cameron said to the press, if Arnold wouldn't have had that accent and talked like a machine, I think the movie wouldn't have worked. So think about that. The body and the accent that they attacked was an asset. But I didn't listen to those losers. I didn't listen to them at all. Because that's exactly the way it was in politics again when everyone said no, 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 and it can't be done. And I became governor of California. And this is with everything like that. This is just the reality of it, is, is that you cannot listen to the naysayers. So this is a very important lesson for all of you. So when someone says, no, this is a stupid idea, you in your mind, you don't have to say it, but in your mind, just say this of you. you know. Or do you know? I would have listened to the naysayers from bodybuilding to show business to uh, politics. I would not be standing here today talking to you. I would be in Austria in the Alps yodeling. That's right. I would be in Austria still left yodeling. That's what I would be doing exactly. So this is why I say don't listen to the naysayers.
What would you like to do? If you don't like what you're doing and you don't like where you are and you don't like your relationships and you don't like X, Y, or Z, what do you want? What do you like? And then you've got to be able to add passion to it to activate that thing and make that dream a reality. Are you fully aware of the bridges that are required to cross over to make your dream a reality? I think a lot of people, they have this vision in their head, this dream, but they don't know how to make it a reality. We navigate through life and we keep missing the bridges to bridge the gap between dream and reality. So do you know what is required of you? Are you aware of what is required of you to make happen what you see only in your head? I want to give you another quote. Almost every man wastes part of his life in attempts to display qualities which he does not possess. I want you to ask yourself the question, are you the person that is projecting a different you to the world on social media, on your websites, in your meetings? Are you projecting a different you? Are you the same person in private? And I know that there are multiple versions of yourself or even I have multiple versions of me, but are they consistent? I wanna ask you the question, are you aware of your why? Are you aware of your why? So now that you've discovered, okay, I'm not doing what I wanna do, and I need to learn how to do what I want to do and I need to figure out the bridge to bridge the gap between the dream and the reality. Do you know why you want to do what you actually want to do? What is your why? Because if the why is great enough, if you're aware of that why, then you can begin to back that why up with work ethic. Every why's got to be backed up by work. You want to be committed? You want to be consistent. You want to be creative. You want to be purposeful. You want to be reflective and you want to be grateful. These are just a few things that you want to be as you are moving forward in your self-awareness. You've identified your weaknesses. You will identify that there is a, there is a gap between who you are, what you want and where you want to be. There's a massive gap. Awareness. And the acceptance of that awareness is the bridge to the future. This is going to connect you to your destiny tribe. Your destiny tribe comes with multiple types of people. What would you like to do? What do you believe you've been destined to do? What talents, skills, giftings, and abilities do you possess to support your desire to do it? What are your motives for wanting to do it? Why do you want to become what you are looking to become? What steps are you taking to become and to live the life, to make the dream a reality? When you have awareness and you have your actions, but you have no accountability, you set yourself up for a great fall. Let me ask you a question. What price are you willing to pay to make the dream a reality? How aware are you? Are you aware of the price that you are willing to pay relationally, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually? There is a price to pay to manifest a dream. You know, two of the greatest moments in an individual's life is the day they were born and the day that they realize why they were born. Are you aware of your why? Why are you here? What are you doing? Who are you connected to? What are your people? Your places? 
and your purpose. Some of y'all been worshiped since you was in high school, so you don't really know how to grind. <laughs> like you talk grind, like I, I love it. Like I go into the weight room and y'all playing like Pac. Y'all playing Biggie, like y'all all in it. Like you like, you like Pac, but you don't have the spirit of Pac. You like love Pac, you like listening to Pac. You like listening to Biggie. You like to talk about the grind, but you don't really know what the grind's like. I know what the grind is like. I was homeless, I ain't out of trash can. Now, Go on, go on the internet right now. I'm one of the number one speakers in the world. I started from the bottom, like you like listening to it and see. Started from the bottom, now, your, what's your bottom? What is your bottom when you've been worshipped since middle school? You've been tall your whole life, big your whole life. They worship you so much now that you think it's about you. You don't even know what the grind look like. I'm from Detroit, homeless. Mama got pregnant with me at 17 years old, high school dropout. Took me 12 years to get a four-year degree. I'm coming now. It's in view. You finally made it to the big leagues and now you want to chill? Now you got the big head? Now you can't grind? You here now. You here now, you finally made it. And this is where you, you break up? This is where you start chilling? This is where you get comfortable? You made it now. You made it now. You in the big leagues now. They watching you now. This is where you make it permanent. Yeah, I saw it, I saw it. Perfect, perfect, nope. Practice don't make perfect. Practice make permanence. This permanent, y'all. This is permanent. You can go wherever you wanna go from here. It does not take talent. You don't have to be talented, right? You don't have to be gifted. You don't have to be the quickest, the strongest. You don't have to be the most intelligent to get to where I am. That's what you gotta do. You just gotta grind though. You're grind, you gotta outgrind. So many of you heard me say this. Your father, listen to me, might own a company. Your mama might be a millionaire. You might come from privilege. Your daddy might hook you up with a car. He might know people, he might be able to get you a job, but you will not outwork me. And what you have to decide in your position in the NCAA, you have to make a decision that nobody in this league in your position will outwork you. I will walk away with stuff I never heard before, books I've never read before, audios that I've never seen before, going to conferences that I've never gone, hanging out with people that I've never hung out with before. This is nothing, God. This is just a dessert. There are those of you with phones, and every new phone that comes out, you get it. Every upgrade, you get it. Every piece of software, you get it. You are upgrading your technology, and you've not upgraded yourself. Listen to me closely, when you get to the point where enough is enough, when you get to the point where it hurt real bad, when you get to the point you can't take it no more, when you get to that point, the doors start opening, opportunities start happening. Listen to me very closely, it's our dream. Nobody's gonna see it like you do it. It's your dream, nobody's gonna feel it like you feel it. It's your dream, nobody's gonna be as dedicated to it as you are. It's your dream and they don't have to understand and they don't have to like it and they don't have to do it. It doesn't make a difference, it's your dream. And you, my friend, have been given the task to make it happen and you can't let anything stop you from doing what you were called to do. When you are doing everything in your power to be the best makeup of yourself, it's always gonna be an adversary that's gonna to try to take that away from you. Now the best way you can overcome this 
is having the faith. Now, it doesn't matter what you believe in as long as it's something that's positive that's going to get you through it. A lot of people don't have that ability to be strong. And I'm not talking about the physical aspect of strength. I'm literally talking about the mental and, of course, spiritual aspect of strength. Don't let pride confuse your tears. You got to let that out sometimes. You got to let it go. When I lost my mom years ago, that was the hardest thing that I had to deal with. And to this day, I still think about that woman that gave me life. And I have my moments when I'm happy about the good times, but I also have my moments when she left this world. But that's just one thing. That's just one circumstance. There are many circumstances I could talk about. But I continue to move on. Everybody gets knocked down. No matter how tough you think you are, you're going to fall. And when you fall, sometimes you fall real hard. But that ground is a hard surface. And I'm going to tell you something. It ain't going to move because you're laying on it. So you need to rise up and you need to rise above it and you need to start moving. When you get knocked down, how long are you going to stay down? When you lose your job, when you lose that loved one, regardless if it's your husband, your wife, your child, whatever it is, do you have the ability to go through the hurt and the pain of that loss? Regardless of what you're going through, the best time you know that you are strong is when you're at the weakest point of your life. When you are so far down that hole, you looking up and you don't see no light, but yet you know there's an end to this darkness. That's when you'll find out just how strong you really are. This is a process and you have to hurt just a little bit so you can understand what it means to be strong. So don't give up on your hopes. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on yourself. Just keep moving forward. If you think that you're going through something so bad right now, wait until tomorrow if tomorrow comes for you. Look at the person next to you. Look at people all over the world if you ever come in contact with certain individuals. And ask yourself, are they going through a lot more than what I'm going through? Because honestly, there are always going to be people that are going through a lot more than you're going through right now. When you're down, find a way to get up. I've been there. I go through it like anybody else. But I have a job to do in this world, and so do you. I don't think confidence is something that you are born with. It's a skill set, and I had no confidence. So confidence is something I taught myself over the years. I started becoming okay with who I am. I became the best version of me. And then I sort of said, I'm okay, you know, I'm all right. Even if someone else thinks this, I'm okay. And everyone can do that. People just don't realize it. So it made me understand that confidence truly is the key to getting ahead in life. If you believe in yourself, the world will believe in you. Because perception is reality. As soon as I started doing everything that I loved, there was a surge of power, a surge of confidence. I wasn't insecure anymore because the emotion that had the most dominance in my thought process was actually being paid attention to. I, I'm really sick of being insecure. I believe I'm enough and I believe that everything I have that I need for life to make all my dreams come true, I know it's already inside of me. It's who you are 
and being comfortable with who you are that influences other people to say oh okay maybe i could do that you can't wait for destiny no one can be that you can't be like oh destiny's going to knock on my door one day no it won't you have to be able to recognize opportunities um because there'll be a lot of them that come into your life and once you recognize an opportunity you have to seize the day and work bloody hard because there'll be 25 other people who'll want to do it the first step is belief right people think that belief comes once you've done it you won't even take the first step if you don't believe that you can accomplish it so we lead with belief as a species so you have to find a way to believe in it to move so your mom is giving you an awesome challenge can you believe in the face of her doubt right and to me when people doubt me it's a gift i love that because i believe in beauty and rage and you need both i need people to love me i need to want beautiful things for myself and for others i want to create something amazing i want to help a lot of people i also want to prove a lot of people wrong who don't think that i can do this i want to crush the enemies that want to see me fail that want to do anything they can to ensure that i fail i spend 80% of my time here and i spend 20% of my time here and the irony is as darth vader will tell you there's power in the dark side and once you learn to balance those then you really get something interesting and here's another way to say it you have to know when to love yourself and know when to hate yourself I think it's 80-20 again. You want to spend 80% of the time loving you and being proud of who you are no matter where you are. No matter what part of your journey you're in, really loving that you're showing up, that you're playing, maybe you're not yet satisfied with the level you're playing, but no worries, like you're there, you're doing it, you're showing up. And then 20% of the time being wildly disappointed by yourself, being horrified by the fact that you were so lazy and so afraid of being cold that you wouldn't get out of bed. Like that's terrifying and that that's not acceptable and that's not a person that you're prepared to continue to be and that you find that so disgusting in yourself that you're going to make an immediate change and if you don't do that you'll never grow you'll spend all your time over here to be pacified talk about being pacified by the dream merely having the dream i want to do good things for people if you heard a lot of people say that yeah. yeah people say that all day i want to do great things for i want to help the world in what way like they don't get specific so they're pacified by the dream so you've got this person is really not living up to their potential being pacified by the vision of what they could do and who they could become but they never to your earlier point they never find the path to execution so i find without kicking myself in the ass without being deeply dissatisfied with myself 20% of the time because if it's more than 20% of the time you begin to erode yourself and it gets very corrosive you'll chip away at your own self-esteem and that's a total waste but you do have to be willing to kick your ass mindset so crucial in molding you for success if you want it bad enough that you're going to sit there and build it the path to greatness leads through having a powerful mindset I developed the mindset in some of the darkest loneliest nights in some of the darkest loneliest roads in order to gain a positive outlook on life you have to endure pain you have to go through hardship you're going to have to sacrifice you're going to have to sacrifice friends 
You're gonna have to sacrifice families. You're gonna have to sacrifice time in order to develop the most powerful tool on this planet, the most underutilized tool on this planet, a powerful mind. Now, if you really don't want what you're asking me for, then you don't need to take the time to develop this mindset. But if you really seek out success, then you're gonna allow your growth to grow exponentially through pain, through struggle, through hardship. The time is now. There is no more time to waste. Stop sacrificing your success based off of poisonous people who tell you you can't do this, you can't do that because they're afraid. They're trying to throw their imperfections on you. You're not built that way. You are not built with weak values. Train like a champion. Mentality for training for gym, business, and life all intertwined. A lot of your lessons you learn can be applied broadly and resonate in different arenas of your life. Learn from anyone willing to teach. Success leaves clues. When you speak, make your words count. I can't want it for you. You have to want it for yourself. Start your day with power and know that you are enough. You are enough and you have what you need to succeed. You are enough, you're equipped for greatness. You're powerful beyond your greatest imagination. In business, sports, and life, you have to develop a championship mindset. What sets you apart from the pack? Once an obstacle confronts you, you're gonna kick it down. You're gonna overcome. You're gonna rise. You are a champion, a warrior. You must build a mindset for success that can endure pain and struggle because it will come. Your mindset will make or break you. Mindset matters. Anybody that tells you differently don't have what it takes to be great. You can develop it. You can mold it. I want you to push. Whether you're or you're an all-American athlete, all-state, all-world, or all-nothing athlete. Whether you're the CEO, the CFO, or the janitor, or even jobless. Don't allow anybody to confront you with their fears. No, not today, not tomorrow, not ever. I am unstoppable. I have the mindset to succeed on the field, in the business world, in every arena of life. It's time to value your health, your passions, not your mother's, not your father's, your passions. There is nothing that can stop me. Not you, not her, not anybody. Because I am amazing. I am great. I am phenomenal. So are you. So are you.
If we were 100% real, raw, truthful, and honest, even though we don't like to admit it, man, we care so much about what people think about us. And if we're not careful, we find ourselves trying to meet the expectations of everybody else. And it's not wrong to have people have expectations on us. But at the end of the day, man, if you're only focusing on what you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to become, it's going to have all this anxiety attached to it because we fall short. And I had to learn the hard way, man. We are all beautifully broken somehow, some way. We've all got stuff. And it's not about you being perfect. And it's not about your performance all the time. It's about daily progress because nobody can judge you if you're applying yourself with your effort. You only know you and you can sell yourself short this year if you want to and you can cut the corners if you want to and you can do just enough to get by if you want to but I promise y'all man as you guys grow up and as you continue to mature and as you look back in the rearview mirror of your life if you don't take control and understand that this is your moment and if you don't take control of this man regrets Thoughts of, man, I wish I should have and I could have, and only what if, they will come alive. You're at a place and a space in all of your lives right now that you control your destiny and nobody can take it from you. And I want you to dream big and dream outlandish and set goals and benchmarks that seem sometimes even too far to attain. And I didn't realize it. But I developed these five habits in my heart and my mind that's changed my life. I call them the five. And it wasn't until about 18 months ago that I realized I had developed these attitudes and these characteristics and these habits that's helped me be 10 years sober. That's helped me be 10 years since I've thought I've been in my life. That's helped me be 10 years since I've self-harmed. It's helped me be 10 years since I've had an eating disorder. That's helped me 10 years overcome depression, anxiety, all these issues. It's these habits that I've developed and I've, I've now recognized it was these things that I was intentional of wanting to be better at. It's changed my life. And I call them the five and they're simply this. I learned to be transparent. I learned to be accountable. I learned to work hard. I learned to make good choices and I had to value people those five things will change your life forever and those are five things for you to learn to do when you graduate college when you when you when you're often beginning your career and after your first mistake like these are five things right now as high school students you can begin to say I want to develop on these each and every day you see when I talk about being transparent Transparency literally means see-through. I had to live a life that I understood something, that if I wouldn't allow people to see my hurts, my pains, and my struggles, if I wouldn't live a life that was somewhat see-through, also find the courage to talk about my hurts, my struggles, and my pain. Transparency really is this. It's taking off the mask and the fake smiles and the fake faces and acting like you just don't care, but being honest and truthful with somebody in your life, that mentor, that coach, that trusted caring adult, those best friends, where you're willing to be transparent and speak up and speak out and understand that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to make mistakes but you have to own them.
A lot of us will talk about it, but we're so afraid to take the steps called accountability where you allow people to speak into your life. See, accountability isn't you giving people permission to, to hold you accountable and get you into trouble. Accountability is for you because you've already decided there's some areas in your life that you want to change. And change takes intentional choices to be different. Hard work works. You can't get around hard work, y'all. Our culture, let's be real, we're lazy, y'all. Be honest, it's so easy for us just to jump on Google to find every answer to every question that we want. And at the end of the day, yep, you may get an A, but not every A is an A. And this is what I'm saying by that. You can jump on there and you can cut the corners and you can make every little loophole and still get on the surface what looks like an A, but you didn't learn anything about life. Why would you rob yourself the ability to really grow in life? Not every A is an A, I don't care what you say. At the end of the day, you can't get around hard work. And this is what's amazing about this, this, this world we live in. Success, it's not that difficult, y'all. The majority of the people don't really want to put in the work. They don't want to roll up their sleeves and actually go after their dream. We all like to talk about it. We all like to post about it. We all like to tell people about it. But talk is cheap. What you do is what you believe, y'all. Sometimes you just have to believe in yourself. Nothing can be achieved until first it's believed. You have to believe it to see it. Sometimes the easiest way to get what you want is to just start. To just take that first step. You can do and be anything that you want, no matter what. No matter what you've been told and conditioned to think growing up. Start from today to believe that you can. We know what we want, but we don't do anything to actually go and get it. All the while that you're standing around waiting, doubting yourself, telling yourself you can't have this and you can't have that for whatever reason, you're never gonna get it. Focus on how your life will be better and what your life will look like when you get what you want. Greatness isn't achieved by that one massive thing you do. It's those tiny little consistent baby steps we take every single day that add up to achieving that goal. Amazing things happen when you believe you have something. Your brain actively goes out to make it happen. Believe that you can do it and work hard to get it and it's yours. We are all born with the same amount of time in a day. And anything that they can do, you can do too. If you want to do something bad enough, you can get it. You have an opportunity right now that you'll never have. People say, why you grind so hard, E? I might not be the number one motivational speaker in the world five years from now. I gotta get everything I can get right now. Every book I can write. Every, listen to me, my school is being paid for by the athletic department. I'm hot right now. A real man in the dark, when nobody's watching, he putting in work. A real man, when coach ain't even watching, he's studying film on his own, cause he's, he lost the process. Cause real lions like to hunt. They love the process just as much as they love the prize. And some of y'all just wanna score. You don't like the process. You're not in love with the process. 
You just like to put the pads on. You love when it's showtime. Everybody in the crowd, you're like, hey, mom, can you see? You can't even start until you know your people there. Once you see them, you're like, showtime. Day after day after day, grind after grind after grind, airport after airport, driving mile after mile. E.T., aren't you tired? Yes! I might be, I don't know. E.T., aren't you ready to take a break? Yes, I might be, but listen to me, I can't. Why? Because I grind for Jalen. I grind for Jada. I grind for Didi. I grind for my mother. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? I grind for Vanessa. I hustle for, so the days I want to hit that alarm clock, I think about my why. I can't quit. My son, $25,000 a year. I can't stop. He counting on me. My daughter, I can't quit. I can't stop. I can't get tired. I can't give up. I can't give in. My mama counting on me. My wife is counting on me. I, yeah, I might be different, but I am brilliant. Yep, I might be loud, but I am special. We can go from being homeless and high school dropouts to having PhDs writing books and becoming the voice of a generation. We can do whatever we believe we can do, and we don't need anybody's permission to do it but ours. I am phenomenal, and I don't owe anybody an apology. I am going to do great things, and I don't owe anybody an apology. I am. I was created to be great. I was created to do great things. I was created to have great things, and I will no longer ask others for their permission. One, two, three. 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 I am great. Listen to me, and I don't owe anybody an apology. champion if you will be a beast you're gonna have to go through something
Remember the time when you wanted more. Remember the time when there were people in your life that did not believe in you. Remember the time when you honestly gave up on the possibilities of the uniqueness that you had inside. Remember there was a time that you complained so much, but yet did so little. There comes to a point in your life that you must recognize that there's a little bit more that has to be done than just complaining about it. You have to realize that you don't have any other opportunities waiting for you if you're not willing to work for the first opportunity that's been given to you. You don't have a lot of time left. So there's no reason to complain. You're not even in the position to complain. You have to figure out that there has to be another idea about you and you have to understand that there has to be something even greater and more challenging waiting for you. And if you're not willing to step outside of your comfort zone, if you're not willing to understand the principles and the possibilities that you have within yourself, then everything that you are thriving for, everything that you are hungry for, will soon come to an end. Now I'm not here to preach to you about this. I'm here to let you know that there are things that are going on around you right now that are far greater than your complaining. You complaining about so much, but yet you show no action. If you could trade places with someone right now and the person that you are trading places with may have it just a little bit tougher then you have it going on in your life right now. So many people are suffering from so many things in this world at this moment. But yet you're complaining. So many people in this world right now wish they could trade places with you. But yet you're still complaining. You don't have that right to just give up. You don't have that right to just throw in the towel and say that it's over for you. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to understand that the reason that you are existing in this world right now is because you have things that must be done and only certain people are qualified to take it to the level that it needs to be taken to. For there should never be a limitation to wherever it is that you are seeking and how far you are willing to travel and how far you are willing to go. Sometimes people tend to get a little lazy. Sometimes people like to put themselves in this little bitty box and just say that they are okay with where they are. There can never just be an okay to anything when it comes to that life. There should never just be a complacent mindset. How do we evolve?
How do you evolve? How do you grow? One thing about success, there are going to be many struggles. There are going to be many challenges. And there are going to be a lot of things that you may not even understand. But you got to go back to where it started. Remember when you wanted more. Because you cannot satisfy your hunger with negative energy. Being negative doesn't help you to grow. Being doubtful doesn't give you the power that you need. You have to come to a point in your life that you must realize that there are things that are going on that is testing you. And maybe you may be in a position where you feel that you are broken or you're feeling that you're going to be broken. But I'm here to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, that you are built to last. I'm here to let you know that you don't have the right to complain anymore. I'm here to let you know that you got to keep on living and living on strong. I dare you to take a trip to your local hospital. And if you have an opportunity to walk down those corridors and witness so many different people, different age groups, different ethnicities, and each one of these individuals are fighting something, they're dealing with some type of sickness. And some of these sicknesses, they may not be able to recover from. I dare you to walk down a neighborhood where there are many people that are homeless and have no place to go, no food to eat, barely even have clothes on their backs. I dare you to realize that maybe you just don't have it so bad after all. Maybe it's time for you to realize and recognize that your troubles are not that bad. Maybe it's time that you realize that you need to get away from the drama that's in your life. Maybe it's time for you to stop chasing misery and start chasing your dreams. Reconnect with yourself. Because this is not the time for you to be wasting putting yourself back instead of pushing yourself forward. Ladies and gentlemen, you have so much, so much to offer, so much to give, so much to do, but doing it and sitting around waiting for it to happen it's just gonna stay in neutral. You have to electrify the desire that you have, that you once had. So the next time you feel like complaining, you feel like worrying, and you're so concerned about other things that doesn't necessarily concern you, ask yourself, 
Is it making you better? Is it taking you higher? Are you going further? Or are you just being complacent? Complacent and complaining and worrying and doing things that are not better for you. Are you gonna realize that maybe just going up that mountain does take a little bit more work than just having something handed to you? Are you gonna be that person that realizes that if and when you get to the top of the mountain, it don't just stop there. You got to figure out another way to go even higher. You have to electrify and get all the things that are necessary within you to start doing the things that you need to do so when the time comes, you can kick down that door and move towards the possibilities of being the best of who you really are. Don't lose yourself and the things that's not gonna give you the strength and the capacity of understanding that you matter for something. Don't lose yourself in fear. Don't lose yourself in doubt. Dare yourself to be better. Dare yourself to be unique. Dare yourself to be the best possibility that the world has yet to see. <laughs>